your ride ready for spring driving with Dobbs Spring Break Deals. Money saver deals you can use on Goodyear, Pirelli, Cooper, Michelin, and General Tires. Expert auto service, too. Click on GoToDobbs.com for spring break deals now. Cheap, cheap, fun, fun. Spring is in the air and Dirt Cheap is in your neighborhood ready to deliver the perfect drinks to your doorstep. That's right. All of Dirt Cheap's convenient locations now offer delivery of their wide selections of beers, wines, and all the spirits you need. And if you're like me, nothing hits better in the springtime than a nice weeded bourbon. Ask the friendly staff at Dirt Cheap about their selection of weeders like Maker's Mark, Larceny, and so many others. Download the Dirt Cheap app and order curbside or delivery. Have fun, but be careful out there. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. Let's go out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Happy to be joined by our Blues Insider for 101 ESPN and The Athletic. He is Jeremy Rutherford joining us here on the show. JR, how you doing today, man? Doing well, boys. How you guys doing? Oh, doing fantastic. JR, what's the latest with Alex Petrangelo that you can tell us about? Yeah, I spoke to him a couple times over the last few weeks, guys, and I've written it at The Athletic that uh, there's been no progress on a deal with him and that he uh, seems to be disappointed with how it's been handled. You know, the past few weeks uh, he hasn't wanted to be quoted, and so therefore I kind of summarize the situation in my articles. I know he had a quote uh, yesterday in Pierre Lebrun's piece basically saying the same thing, echoing that disappointment. I spoke to him yesterday, and again, not wanting to be quoted, I just get the sense that this is a guy who's tired of playing the game for the past 15 months in terms of getting a contract extension done. And for the first time in all these conversations, um, you know, I, I believe that he's committed to making some plans to talk to other teams so we're three weeks out from free agency october 9th the blues are still obviously in this uh, things could change dramatically if uh, doug armstrong puts forth an offer that alex petrangelo will accept however i just think the mindset has changed in the past couple of weeks that i've been talking to alex petrangelo so jr this is kind of what happens right because we had brett hall on here a little while ago last week and we had chris pronger as well who in my opinion two of the biggest names to ever leave the St. Louis Blues. And they kind of summed it up the same way, saying it got to a point where, you know, Pronger through trade and, and Holly through free agency, where you just they just didn't feel wanted anymore here. And when they truly believed that exact statement, something clicked inside and they changed and they were moving forward and not looking back. How dangerous is this game that's going on right now, these negotiations to where – you know, Alex Petrangelo seems like he's pretty close to that line right now. Yeah, I do think it's dangerous. I do think the uh, the examples that you gave are, are similar in terms of high-profile players and negotiations that went on for weeks and months. And then for whatever reason, uh, the players moved on. We know that Brett Hall wanted the no-trade clause. Uh, they wouldn't give it to him, and he left. You know, Imagine that, out. by the way. They wouldn't give <laughs> him a no-trade. Imagine that, Jr. <laughs> It's absolutely unbelievable. And, and you know, a lot of people said that uh, the Blues uh, thought that Brett had worn out his welcome and were fine with him moving on at the time. With Chris uh, Pronger, you know, the situation, they wanted to clear the books is what the uh, the, the company told Dave Chickets. I'm sorry, the, the previous ownership, Bill Curry, that uh, they wanted to clear the books and get the salary off and, and uh, they would have an easier time selling the team eventually to the Dave Chickets group. And so that's kind of the story behind 
the Chris Pronger thing. The situation here, I think, is a little bit different because I believe the Blues do want to sign Alex Petrangelo, maybe more so than the Blues wanted to keep Brett Hall at the time or keep Chris Pronger at the time. But it's a, it's a situation where he's standing his ground and he's been pretty strong about what he wants. And one thing needs to be clear. I think that he will accept a hometown discount, but it needs to be at the terms that he's looking for. And there's a lot of things that go into that, whether it's the length of the contract or whether it's how the contract is structured uh, with, with signing bonuses and such. And I just don't think they're there yet in terms of uh, Alex being close to accepting the offer. So two things, JR. Um, one, do you think it's a little more frustrating for Petro knowing that he's willing to, you know, take a little bit of a hometown discount and they're still not getting close? And, and two, you know, what do you feel as far as the length of this, the way it's going on right now, I just wonder, does Petro feel like even a hometown discount won't get this done? Yeah, I think it's a situation where, as I said, I think he's willing to take that hometown discount, but the other terms need to be in his favor, quote-unquote. And I think you look at the situation, I believe the number to be right now about $7.7 million that the Blues are offering. I also know, uh, just in conversations with people around the league, that uh, he could make 8.5, maybe even close to $9 million, perhaps. You know, that's what uh, talk around the league is. And so you're getting closer to that date where Alex Petrangelo can smell a different opportunity. And, you know, you, you go back to what you said just a minute ago, do you feel wanted? You know, perhaps it gets to a point where Alex Petrangelo, even though the Blues have heavy interest in wanting to resign him, he doesn't feel wanted at that point. So I, I think it's a situation where as we get closer to this October 9th date, uh, while an 11th hour offer still, that possibility still exists, I, I just think the percentages increase in terms of Alex Petrangelo potentially moving on. Jeremy Rutherford, our Blues insider for 101 ESPN and The Athletic, joining us here on the show. Uh, JR, do you think this is more about the cap or the contract? Like, are we talking about a situation where if the Blues had the cap room this offseason, they'd be willing to give this contract out to Petrangelo? Or is this about the contract and the term slash money that Petro is going to command? What do you think it kind of leans on here? It's a great situation. I think it's a little bit complicated. Let's say the cap did go up to 85, 86 million, 87, like they were projecting. I still don't believe that the Blues would be offering $9 million. I think all along they've had in their mind 8 million, 8.25. So no pandemic, nothing. I don't think the Blues are offering uh, 9 million. Now the Blues find themselves in a situation where the cap didn't go up. It's po- probably not going to go up for a few years. And they're looking at life in the NHL a lot different post uh, COVID. Not that we're through it yet, but in terms of the salary cap, we know what it's going to look like for the next few years. And I think they're trying to get a number that fits with the cap. And right now I said that number is 7-7. Do they eventually come up to 8-8-2, get the deal done, and then eventually have to trade off parts like they did with Jake Allen to, to make it work? You know, I do think that that's possible. But in terms of is it salary cap related versus what do they want to pay Alex Petrangelo, I think right now, it's what do they want to pay Alex Petrangelo? It's it's under $8 million and it's trying to get everybody in the cap and not have to trade off a couple more assets to make it possible. JR, I want to be fair to you here because I know you are just reporting the news. You are not the one that is making these decisions, but I do find it, I mean, curious would be an understatement for this, but 
are they really willing to let their captain go for half a million dollars? Like, are they are they willing to say, nope, 7.7 7 is the highest that we are willing to go. We're not willing to go up to 8.2 now that the cap is staying flat. That that just seems kind of crazy to me. But I- am I reading that correctly? No, it, it does seem crazy. And I do think I've said this all along for months and months that I thought there was a 75% chance that Alex Petrangelo uh, would be back. And, you know, feelings aside, getting it close to the uh, October 9th uh, free agent date aside, I still do think it's possible. And and for the reason that you just mentioned, because, you know, another $500,000 a year, uh, another $700,000 a year makes it possible. Uh, I, I just think that if you let him go, that window closes a bit and now you have a situation where you have a major hole on defense and then you have guys coming back like Tarasenko who knows when he's coming back you know then O'Reilly these guys are a little bit past their prime in terms of their age and so how long does that window stay open if you have to find somebody to replace Alex Petrangelo in the next couple of years and so to me that's what it's about but I believe that Doug Armstrong knows the importance of him wants to get a deal done he just wants to get it done at his terms. JR I got the sense right now with as much uh, quite honestly I Petro has been uh, talking to more people than I thought he would be at this point I get the sense that Alex Petrangelo really wants fans and media to understand that this is not about him trying to squeeze the last dollar out of an organization, that he truly wants to stay a St. Louis Blue, but he'd like to be taken care of accordingly. I get that. That's the feeling I get from it. Do you see it as gamesmanship on part of negotiating tactics right now? Or do you think that, Alex, it's really important for Petro that the fans know that He's not just walking away. He doesn't want to be remembered as a guy that just left the Blues because he was greedy or something like that. I think it's twofold, Riv. I think he legitimately wants to stay in St. Louis. I think I asked him that question a couple weeks ago about his legacy in terms of a statue, in terms of number retired. He said he feels like he'd have to do a lot more uh, than he's done so far to get those. Uh, But you're talking about potential another cup or two. Uh, The family being here, of course, they they just had another fourth child. I think that he'd like to stay settled here in St. Louis. So I think that's the biggest part. But I I do think that you make a great point that, you know, perhaps he has been a little bit more outspoken about some of this because he wants the fans to know what's going on. And, hey, look, you know, I'm not trying to criticize uh, Doug Armstrong for his comments, but that camp is relatively quiet. And the things that Doug Armstrong says is that we want to get him signed. So that's what people have to go on in terms of the Blues position, that Doug Armstrong has continuously said, we want to get him signed. I think what Alex is trying to uh, bring to the forefront a little bit is that, hey, look, everybody, I want to stay. I'm willing to stay. I'm willing to take the hometown discount. But I have to have some of these terms in my favor. And I do think you're right. I think the fact that uh, he's putting that out there, um, is a, is an example of him wanting people to know the truth. JR, I know you said that 75% was where you were at with Alex Petrangelo re-signing with the Blues previously. Where are you at now? Has that percentage for you dropped in recent days after being able to talk with Petro and kind of get a new read with new information on the situation? Yeah, I would say you'd have to drop it a little bit, but here's the thing you have to differentiate. You know, all along, people said, are they going to be able to clear up enough cap room to keep him? And it looked impossible, and I always said, hey, look, they're going to clear the cap room if there's a chance to re-sign him. So to me, it's it's kind of two questions. 
all along. Would he come back based on them clearing the cap room and making room for him? I thought there was a high percentage chance of that as long as they found a deal, found some middle ground. Now as we're a month or two, three months after I threw out the 75% number, I do think you have to say 50-60% just based on us being three weeks out from the pre-agency date and these guys are still standing where they are so things can change in a hurry look Riv he's seen this movie a thousand times uh, things can change and all of a sudden uh, Alex Petrangelo is, is saying that he's glad to remain a blue and glad they worked it out I'm not saying that's happening I'm just saying that at this point that's not where they're at so I think you have to lower it from the 75%. JR, we always appreciate the time and incredible reporting on this. We will continue to read your work over on The Athletic, following you on Twitter, at JP Rutherford, and following all of your insider reports for us here on 101 ESPN throughout the week. Thanks for the time, man. We look forward to talking with you again soon. Yep, have a good day, guys. You got it. That's Jeremy Rutherford joining us here on 101 ESPN.